Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. Today, I am continuing in the Supernatural series. Please understand that the Supernatural series here on the Master's Voice is just as important as every other type of prophecy that I have covered in the past year and a half and the past three years in written form on the Master's Voice prophecy blog. The importance of every prophecy that the Lord has given to me, every spiritual revelation, every single spiritual insight, every prophetic utterance that is thus says the Lord, a direct message from the Lord, the importance of each and every single one is just one thing. God wants to make his people aware that he is alive and speaking in these times, that God is real, the Holy Spirit is real, the Lord Jesus Christ is real, and that their voice is lifted up to speak to men in these final times, to give every nation its payment and its due and to make the church of Jesus Christ aware that there is a gauntlet, that there is a path that we are going to have to walk before we see our Lord returning in the flesh. So in this supernatural series, the focus is single fold to, re to reveal to people things that they will not hear in the ordinary pursuit of Christianity. This is in your brick and mortar church, in your Bible study. These revelations are being opened up by the Lord, according to Joel chapter two and verse 28, that says, in those days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and the sons and the daughters will prophesy. The old men will dream dreams and the young men will have visions. We have come to the time where God is opening up all the knowledge, everything that was secret, everything that most of us have been conditioned not to believe. And yet this knowledge has been carefully shepherded and carefully kept and passed down generation to generation in other circles, usually esoteric circles, usually witchcraft circles, usually um, satanic circles, they have the knowledge that these things that God is revealing and making known to us here on the master's voice are real and that we will be the losers, us in the church, as well as any person who may not have a particular religious background or may feel that they don't need to follow any God because they're doing just fine on their own. Anyone who does not actually have a knowledge of the things that God wants people to know. If you come to this channel and you begin to hear these things, know that the Lord is speaking them not to shock you or not to say, Ooh, I have this brand new piece of knowledge. Now God is revealing these things for safety, for protection, and to let us know that the judgment times that come upon us all in the final days are not going to go according to the usual church storyline. There are going to be quite a few things that most of us have never heard before. Most of us, depending on our ethnicity or background or location, where we were born, where we grew up, we may not be aware of these things. And this is why Jesus said in the book of Luke, I think it's chapter 21 and verse 26, that men's hearts, people's hearts will fail them when they start to see the things that will come upon this earth. So supernatural series, God is pointing us towards wisdom, revelation, knowledge, understanding, and repentance. 
These prophecies are for each individual man, each individual woman to come to the understanding that we cannot stand up against these things by ourselves. It is only by the spirit of God in us that we will be able to stand and resist. The Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violence will take it by force. So in order for us to stand, we need to repent and seek the spirit of God as an infilling so that we will not become casualties of pride. I don't believe this. This is nonsense. I don't know what she's talking about. We will not become casualties of fear and begin to falter and faint before even we see the day approaching. God is extremely meticulous in what he is doing and how he is approaching this final generation. So just understand that these things are not outside of their timing. They do serve a purpose. The Bible is a supernatural book. We are following a God that we cannot see, and yet we believe on him by our faith, and he would not have us ignorant of Satan's devices. And so, this prophecy came to me very unexpectedly, as the Lord sometimes has a way of doing, uh, catches a person quite by surprise. The title is Aliens, Mermaids, and I guess I would put it as part of the Alien series, but it's also just under the broader Supernatural series. And I received this late at night on June the 30th, 2021. The banner scripture is this, in that day, the Lord with his sore and great and strong sword shall punish Leviathan, that piercing serpent, even Leviathan, that crooked serpent, and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. Isaiah 27 and verse one. So this prophecy was put on the master's voice almost a year ago, and I said that because I had started to talk about supernatural things, I might as well continue. It was not my plan to start putting out the supernatural prophecies on the blog, but the Lord began to put, as I've shared before, a lot of pressure on my heart and say, Celestial, you have to expose these things. People need to know, people need to know. So at about 1 a.m. on the 30th of June, I was on my knees in prayer, and I was seeking the Lord to just purify me, saying, Lord, take out any dross that is in me, purge me and purify me and make me more of a vessel that is able to hold your presence. And I had a very horrible experience. I began to see a live vision right in front of me. And um, I even said, Lord, why, why I'm about to go to bed? Because God knows that when it comes to uh, none of these creatures are actually easy to see. These experiences are not the easiest, but this particular one, I know that God knows that I truly detest and hate with all my heart, this particular section of the spiritual realm. And um, it, was, it was very horrible. And let me just scroll to where it was. This is what I saw. I saw a man that was in a boat who had been at sea. So this man was a fisherman and... Um, he was he was not a black person so he was he looked greek to me in my heart i had the knowing that this man was greek but not just greek the name corsican came to me and corsica is an island that is just off the coast of grief greece it's a very um fiercely independent people they don't really want to be amalgamated into greeks Greece, in the old days, they were known as Corsicans and they were not seen as part of the greater Greece. But I had the knowing in my heart that this man was Corsican. And as you will hear in this vision, this man was an exceptionally brave man. 
I was on my knees in prayer and I saw this vision before me, just like a TV. And what I saw is this man on a, on a boat and the boat was coming in from the greater sea. So this boat was coming in from the larger sea. And this man is doing what was known as trawling. Trawling is when you have been fishing and you've caught your catch. So you've caught what you want, you wanted to get, but then you just let your, your nets roll out after your boat as you're coming into sea. And this is not because you have any intention of catching more fish. You're just leaving the net out. So if the net happens to pick up anything, then it picks up anything and that thing is an additional. And what happened is that this man was coming in and a mermaid was caught in the net. And this man actually got out of his boat and went to see what was in the net. But this was a mermaid. It was not a fish that this man had caught and she was dying very quickly. And when I saw this vision, I made this sound like, oh, because God knows that I hate these creatures, I hate to see them. I hate to hear them. I hate hearing about them or watching anything that concerns them. But the Lord said to me, he didn't even mind my reaction. He said to me, and I will read what he said. He said, they will start finding them, you know, boats will start bringing them up more and more as they come in with their catches. Mermaids are getting too bold. They're coming up to the surface to steal people and drink blood. People are so hard hearted. Unless there is evidence right before their eyes, they have no faith and will not believe. So let them see it for themselves and know that I am not playing. I am the Lord. They will see these things with their own eyes. Then maybe a small percentage of people will be pierced and repent and be saved. So this is what I said in the beginning of the prophecy. I've said it in many videos. The Lord says that this end time generation is extremely hardened. So these are people who, even as the word of God is coming, they have so many things to say. Who told you that God is still speaking to human beings? Who told you that God is still speaking to any type of prophet? Who said this and who said that? The Bible is a complete book. It's a finished testament. Nothing more is coming forth. And yet the Lord has said that he has raised up the fivefold ministry and given them to the body for edification and for doing the work of preparing the saints to meet him. So the voice of the Lord, far from the armchair experts and what they think they know, the voice of the Lord is still very much alive. And he even said in Joel 2:28 that it is specifically in the time of the end that he would pour out of his spirit and that sons and daughters in Christ will begin to testify. And so when I saw this, God said that these final times will start to show greater evidence in the earth at large, that creatures that we have always been told are mythical and not real and false and the stuff of legend will come out. And as I go further in prophecy, revealing everything that the Lord shared with me that night, we will come to see that this evidence has always been with us. This evidence has always been carefully preserved, especially in the European culture. But God says that hard heartedness of the generations and pride have caused them to overlook the very things that will actually destroy them in the final times. So people have kept meticulous records, stories, and histories of things that existed in older civilizations. They were not writing and thinking of these of us now coming along and saying, 
What an interesting myth. What an interesting legend. They were actually transcribing their genuine experiences, things that they saw and went to, things that they saw rising up out of the sea. But they had no idea that the generations to come would become so arrogant, so lifted up with pride in their hearts, and so fallen and so resistant to the truth of God that they would take all of this history and consign it to legends and mythology and begin teaching it as subjects in universities. Other cultures, by contrast, have never lost the truth of their traditions. They may not have been as excellent as preserving, as preserving written proof of what people saw and what people experienced, but they pass it down through their oral traditions and they warn their children on the knee about these things. So as I share some of these things in the Supernatural series, some people will be nodding and going, yep, I knew about this. My grandmother saw one. I knew about this. Our parents warned us as soon as we were four years old. And this is why trips to the beach were like this and that. And other people will think, but this is from Disney. This is not real. And yet I can assure you, the Lord says that boats will start bringing up more and more proof out of the sea that things that people have said are the stuff of myth and legend are real. And he says the reason that the evidence will come up is because the hard-heartedness of man is at risk of destroying man. Because man does not want to hear the truth of God's word, proof will begin to arise and yet hear what God says only a small percentage, even upon seeing these things, will be pierced in their hearts and repent of unbelief and become saved. And so here's the scene in detail. I saw a fisherman coming in from the sea after the major business of the day's catch was done, and he was trawling, meaning that he was dragging his net behind him on the off chance that he would catch something before he reached the shore. This man caught a mermaid in the shallows. So he was Approaching that part where you can, from the boat, you can now start to see the bottom of the water in a very clean area. And it had rocks on the bottom. So I remember seeing big rocks and small rocks where the rocks have become degraded over time because of the action of the sea. It was about 5 p.m., so still nice and bright when he was coming in and his boat was almost ashore when a sudden pull on the net caused the net to become very taut and then I saw, because I was watching this, so I was not watching from the man's perspective, I was watching this like a movie in front of me, I saw a huge fight break out in this net. So the water began to churn and boil and bubble as something began to struggle fiercely and desperately in that net. A fight started in the net and it became so desperate that the fisherman's attention was drawn to it. He ran to the edge of his boat and he was shocked to see such a big thing at the edge of the beach. And this is important. Notice that the Lord said, they are becoming much bolder and coming to the surface to steal people. With what purpose? He said to steal people and drink blood. So if Disney and other movies and Hollywood is telling people that these are creatures that are driven of love and they're lonely and all they do is sit on rocks and brush their hair, I assure you that these are natural slash supernatural predators that come from the deep to take human life and destroy it and other things that we will get into. 
So the man was shocked to see something so big near the shore, but I can assure you that God was not shocked because they do linger near the shore, exactly as braver sharks do, so that they can grab people and take them where they want to take them. So the net was holding this mermaid and she was rolling over and over like a very big fish trying to throw off the net. But this man thought it was a very big catch that he had made in the shallows. And so without thinking about it, he jumps into the water to go and wrestle this catch for himself rather than lose it. And I remember thinking, watching this, wow, this is a man's man. He doesn't even know what that is, but he thinks nothing of jumping into the sea to go and tussle with it and try and drag it back on the boat. And so he goes out to where his, this mermaid is losing her fight with the net and he puts his arms underneath her. So this is a long creature. As I will explain, the mermaids that I have seen are easily above the height of a very tall man, 6'4 and more, they are sometimes taller than that. And so he puts his arms under this figure and rolls it over. And that is where I saw something and I was thinking, Lord, really? It was a woman who had been light blue, but was rapidly darkening. So it was an initial light blue skin, naked up here. So none of the little uh, seashell bra for modesty, completely naked, but she was deteriorating very rapidly. And all I can put this down to is the deterioration of something that is both natural, but spiritual, pulled out and caught in a moment of time into the fully natural realm. So I'm not saying that water gives mermaids superpowers, but all I know is that when they are in their realm, it is only the power of the Lord Jesus Christ that can destroy them in their realm, spiritual and in the sea. But out here, natural processes was making this woman rot so quickly. So she had medium blue skin, but she was rotting very rapidly in real time, almost like a movie, like she was rotting to dark gray, passing deep blue to dark gray, and all her hair was coming out. I hope that you can visualize what I'm talking about. Her hair was coming out and her scalp could be seen in patches as the hair was just falling off, dark, long dark hair was falling off into the water and dissolving, and she had razor sharp teeth. I don't fish, so I don't even know if many, many fish have teeth or sharp teeth, but this woman had long fang-like teeth in her mouth and she was hissing, hissing at the man and trying to draw back air. So she was gasping for air like a very bad asthmatic. And she, she looked like she was dying simply because she had been pulled up into the air just like any fish would. So breasts on top and the bottom tapering into hips with a fish tail. She did not have any scales that I could see on this part. I have explained in written prophecies on the master's voice that when I see them up here, it is smooth skin. It is not scaly. It looks exactly like the underbelly of a fish, just smooth, but blue. And I was just mesmerized. Just a moment, please. So this man gripped this woman. She was trying to roll. He gripped her and he didn't let her go. And I was amazed at the bravery of this man watching this hideous creature dying in his arms. He didn't plunge this woman back into the water because that is clearly where she wanted to go. If she had been able to go back in the water, especially the upper part of hers, I'm sure she would have been able to reverse the, prof the, the process and come back at full strength. He didn't set her free. He didn't run 
to the city and say, come and see what I have found. He just stood there and he was watching, gripping her very tightly up at the head part and holding her so that she could not go back into the water. He was keeping her arms to her body. She had, and I will go over it, light blue skin that was darkening to a horrible grayish black. Her eyes were round like fish eyes are originally. So fish eyes are just this big round white orb with a black center. But as she was dying, they went from fish eyes to yellow with a vertical slit. So her eyes turned into the eyes that you see on snakes all the time. Her hands got weaker and weaker as she was trying to scratch the net. She had webbed fingers like a salamander ending in sharpened claws at the end. And this man held her fast and eventually um, she died. And as I was watching, she gave this man, as she was dying, she turned her head and gave this man, that horrible looking creature, a look of such hatred. And I really understood how brave that man was because had that mermaid been able to plunge herself back fully into the depths or in any kind of depth so that she could return to full strength, she would have shredded that man and they would have just found his parts floating in the water. And when I saw this, the vision disappeared. When she died, when she stopped moving, the vision disappeared and God said, they will start finding them more and more, just how they are, just how they really look, so that mankind can repent and believe. They will find them all over because they exist all over. They are living and even communing with the top side world from their doorways in the sea. Let them be found so that it can be known that I am the Lord. Now you might be wondering, what does it mean by communing with the top side? What does he mean doorways in the sea? There are indeed portals in the sea. The sea is not what it looks like. The sea has portals or doorways, whether natural or spiritual, through which creatures that live in the sea can indeed come through those doorways and commune with the top side world. Now, I'm not going to go into the surface minutia of what people talk about when they say, oh, yes, we know the marine world is responsible for the way that women dress and the appearance of women and all that. There's plenty of information on that, different schools of thought, and this is not what the Lord has given me to bring. What God is giving me to bring to the end times church is the reality, the spiritual realities that the church denies as a hold. So the church denies that it is possible, for instance, a large section of the church of Jesus Christ denies that it is possible for God's people to become oppressed by any spirit because once a man is born again washed in the blood of Jesus and receives the Holy Spirit people do not believe that Christians can become prey to anything and so because of this large ignorance that is operating especially in the western church people are woefully unprepared for these creatures i can assure you that when these creatures manifest they're not coming to discuss lipstick and hair extensions they are coming as nephilim here are three things the lord gave me these creatures are spiritual and physical and operate between the realms. What are the realms? The natural realm where I'm sitting here in my home and you are sitting wherever you are sitting watching this. And then the spiritual realm. There is a spiritual realm where even we as natural beings operate. We go into that realm regularly when we pray. We go into that realm also when we prophesy according to the spirit of God. We also enter into that realm when we see 
dreams, when we see visions, and when we operate, for instance, in the revelatory gifts, such as the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge and the spirit of miracles and also healings, that is a realm whereby power exists and is given to a vessel, put through the vessel, and then manifests in the healing, manifests in the miracle, manifests in the prophecy. So we do not see the process by which the natural realm, meaning my physical flesh, is affected by the power in the spiritual realm, meaning the Lord's Holy Spirit, that affects this natural vessel to bring forth a supernatural thing. And yet the operation of the realms are as closely tied together as your heart and pancreas working together as enmeshed as my fingers are so is the natural and the spiritual realm you cannot have the one without the other which is why I always say on the master's voice that all Christians who live carnal are just like guacamole and chips for the devil. Any carnal Christian, for instance, who cannot master his body, who cannot master his mouth, who cannot master his sexual appetites, you are an easy prey for the devil. So God is bringing out the powerful spiritual dimension of these creatures because they are real, operating between spiritual and physical realm. They are Nephilim. The mermaids are not um, people who turn. People who turn are corrupted. So this is man that becomes corrupted and then will turn. Or this is man that is hybridized through the practices of end times transhumanism. We talked about them with chimeras. We talked about them with the coming of pig people, dog people, the fact that they already exist. Some of them are being made in labs, but I have always shared that the realm of the Nephilim is almost right up there with the fallen angels. The fallen angels being the highest echelon on because they are not mixed with anything. Fallen angels are not Nephilim. They are pure spiritual being with the ability to do what we call shape-shifting. Fallen angels can take on the form of a man. Fallen angels can take on the form of a brightening angel, meaning just like angel Michael and the good angels who have not fallen, they can appear shining as light. And you will have to use other tests to know what is this entity that has come before you. After that comes the Nephilim, creatures that are formed with the fallen angel's own seed mixed with man, and they are both natural and spiritual beings, or Nephilim that were created when the fallen began to experiment by using creatures mixed with other types of DNA. Mermaids are that second tier. They are Nephilim possessing both spiritual and natural dimensions. They are shapeshifters. Disney did not lie in that regard. You saw that in that movie, um, which unfortunately I have to refer to for reference because that is the only way to get people in Western nations to really pay attention. Watch this a long time ago, but this aerial creature goes to the bottom of the sea where she lives and she goes to this forbidden part where there's a witch by the name of Ursula. And she says to Ursula, oh, I have fallen in love with a prince up there, up top, or something like that, which is a human being on the land, she says. And then Ursula gives her some kind of transformative potion or something. She drinks it, and then when she wakes up, she is on the land, and she has legs. These creatures have that ability 
to go between a body like mine and a body like theirs at their will. But this man in the vision caught this creature when she was not exercising her ability to transform. And so she perished in the form that he caught her as when she was moving primarily as a fish. And this is the vision that I saw while praying to the Lord Jesus Christ on June the 30th. I just shared briefly that I hate the mention and the, um, the pervasiveness of these creatures in culture. And you must understand that Satan is at work to greatly trap this generation and destroy it. So if you've been going to your local stores, your local shopping, you will notice that there has been in the last five years, a virtual explosion of mermaids into the culture. You see the mermaid toothbrushes, the mermaid dresses, the mermaid full outfits for children and grown women. Just as you see the Captain America and the Superman, everything for young men and uh, grown men and even baby boys, you see the candles, the bath salts. I hate all these things because they have permeated the culture even t-shirts that say color me mermaid or I am a mermaid, they have permeated the culture for a reason. But if you are ignorant of spiritual things, and if you are ignorant of Satan's devices, then you will just think, oh, this is another pop culture reference, but it isn't at all. It is just another attempt by an overarching hierarchy that serves Satan to familiarize people with what is demonic without them knowing it is demonic. And God always says the same thing in all these prophecies. By the very things humanity loves, they will be destroyed. Mermaids are real and some of the most savage and vindictive Nephilim that exist. And when I say savage, I mean savage. They operate through the marine world and they greatly influence, among other things, the sexuality of human beings. So if human beings should basically have their own natural sex drive when manipulated spiritually, when a human being is licentious, in fornication, in adultery, or is breaking the spiritual laws of God concerning sexual immorality in any way. The kingdom that you fall prey to, the kingdom that will attack you and make you a chained slave is none other than this mermaid, succubus, incubus, marine world. And when they get a hold of you, it is my personal experience dealing with a ton of people when I used to do um, counseling and things like that on different social um, platforms, it is my experience that it is very hard to make those things let go. I have heard some really heartbreaking stories from people, stories where they even speak of encounters where they can physically feel a form, a being, a person touching on them with the full evidences that come from the use of sexuality. Please. Um, when you, when, when you come to this channel, I have said that it is a mature channel and I always try to bring out this material clearly, but also tastefully. So please have the same decorum when you make comments and observations in the comments section, please. There's no need for graphicness or outward displays that are just not courteous. So they are real, dangerous, and vindictive, and they greatly affect human flesh. And as we go through this prophecy, the Lord will expand more about that. They are savage, and that is why they form the topmost tier 
of the demons of the marine kingdom. They do not let go of spiritual things easily, meaning that when they capture their prey, meaning when they have captured you spiritually because of sexual sin in your life, this thing to get, to get rid of, it is an aggressive and perspective. It is an aggressive and persistent spirit. So I said in the beginning that it used to be that because Europeans, right, the Western world is so good at preserving their history in a written form, the Lord was saying to me that it used to be that they knew better. So earlier civilizations among Europeans and other parts of the West, it used to be that when they wrote things in their books, they took it seriously, but now the things that their ancestors knew have been relegated to stories. So these detailed histories that have been left, um, cultures even had maps that showed you where to avoid at sea. So they would mark out the areas at sea where ships were known to crash for no reasons. Ships were, were found with no staff on them. So all the sailors have gone, but the ship is sitting there as if for some reason, all the men on the ship suddenly jumped off the ship before it reached land and disappeared. But it is known through some of the European legends that those who survived would say, we heard the most beautiful singing. We heard the most amazing singing and we became seized with a desire for love and with passion. And so these men actually jump into the water to follow the sirens and the sirens then consume flesh because this is nothing but a spiritual ruse to draw the man close so that he can be killed. And there are even women today naturally who, because they carry what is known as the mermaid spirit, succubus or incubus or um, the siren spirit do entice men and they sleep with man after man, sharing with them this what is basically this serpentine entity. And there are prophecies on the master's voice. There's one especially that is going to require care to handle. It is called, they will tear flesh. I will link it in the description where the Lord showed a woman in the process of doing this and how the man who received that spirit from her in the act of sexual intimacy became sickened. He immediately sickened and the doctor could not find a natural cause for his sickness, but he had sickened because he had entangled himself with a woman who was carrying otherworldly stuff. And so they take men underneath. These things have been written out in, in European histories. They wrote on the maps where you should not go at sea because you would hear this singing where the men could become shipwrecked on the rocks or jump into the water. And that is just part of the reality that the Lord is revealing. So many cultures around the world, they warn about these things, but the Lord was showing me that as education increases, mockery increases, the more people learn in some areas and also the more people, the more developed people become. It is a natural outflow of development that people become quite haughty and they move away from the knowledge of their roots. They refer to it as, um, ignorance, the things that were known in the past, but God has told me many times, and I don't hold back from this channel that you, we will be living in the past. You will see the past come to life. Everything that you ever watched on TV in the adventure movies, it will be walking around, or should I say stomping around us in real life. And then we will understand that the, the, the wolf in Hansel and Gretel, the one that could talk, um, and all that kind of stuff 
is not um, nonsense. And so savagery, they do not look anything like they are depicted. These are the lies of Hollywood for um, entertainment. And as, I, as I've said, they are presented in a certain way. They're presented as romantic. They're presented as women who are trapped in the waters, longing for love, but they are not trapped in the waters. They are fully capable of coming out of the water and manifesting as a full human being. So we've been talking about the other type of Nephilim, men, for instance, who are not really men, but have the ability to pass seed into the female and to bring forth a genetic hybrid that is not human, but that will follow after that father's corrupted bloodline, the spread of the Nephilim among men. And indeed there are female Nephilim of all types. Um, and yet the Lord's baseline is clear. The Lord says that kind should only mix with kind man with man. Humanity should have nothing to do with sea people or any other life form that is not human. And so mermaids are murderous. They deceive, they are powerful, and yes, they do love sleeping with men to multiply themselves. They take a human shape, and as I've seen them in dreams and visions of the Lord, when they come out of the sea, they can move on the tail. So remember I shared in, I think it's the prophecy, serpent people and, and humanoids, which is just talking about serpentine people. I said that the Lord has shown me, even with my eyes open and also in a dream, that as I'm walking about my daily life here in Brooklyn, that I pass by people. And then I dream the same day passing by the same people that I've passed by, but it's like an upright serpent walking on the tail. Mermaids can also move on their tail and their speed if they choose to come out of the sea as a mermaid without changing to get legs. They are as fast on that tail as a runner would be on two feet. Their flesh is light gray, light bluish gray, and very taut. They have very firm flesh and they are stronger than a man. So if anyone thinks, oh, this is a female thing, I could fight it, just forget it. They are stronger than a man. And I think it's because spiritually they are empowered. Spiritual beings are actually quite strong. And that is because just like we natural beings, when we are said to be strong in the power of the law, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, it is not a physical strength that we are talking about. It is a strength that comes from God. So just understand if these creatures are also being spiritually empowered of the devil, you cannot expect them to just be, oh, okay, that's all right. Let's just have a tussle. It is not like that. So thank you for being here with the master's voice. There was an edit that the Lord gave me a month, nearly a month later. And let me read it out for you. Between the time that I received this, um, I think June the 30th and this edit on July 15th, here is what the Lord said. The Lord has been telling me almost every single day since I published the post that mermaids will be seen more and more. They will be caught and they will be seen by all. He first told me this a year ago in 2020, but at that time, because the blog had other matters to cover, I did not feel led to discuss the topic. But ever since I've made this post, I have increased seeing them in the dream realm. And God says that they will come out openly in their real form and they will be caught and seen in their natural strange looking shape which is not the popular shape that we believe of them they have many different types of heads 
just like the fish of the sea have different types of heads. I even see that some have tentacles attached to their side of their heads coming down the sides of their face. And almost all of them have destructively sharp teeth like barracuda or piranha fish. They can also be hauntingly beautiful. And the hair that they have seems to be alive like a sea anemone, but that is not their real shape. It is only the facade they put before humans to lure them. They have extremely strong spiritual powers and they almost never show themselves openly. But one of the ways that you can know if this spirit, for instance, is affecting your life is constantly dreaming of floods, constantly seeing waters, constantly dreaming that you are swimming and drowning, seeing yourselves in lakes, seeing yourself in water, always caught in the rain, in the sea, or just sometimes seeing bodies of water. And this requires spiritual wisdom and prayer. They are an extremely jealous and a damaging type of spirit to human beings, and they negatively affect the lives and the destiny of people. They exist in massive hierarchy, hierarchical clans, just the way that tribes do on earth. And I have seen that there is indeed a king, and this king has many wives. These are not things that I feel led to put on the blog. This is just my own private revelations that the Lord shows me in visions and dreams that there is a king with many wives and countless children, a royal family of sorts, if you want. So you can take that, and to all the Aquaman watchers, I guess they're not really lying to you in those movies after all, are they? Um, the Lord is warning people seriously not to dismiss these truths because what we will see in these end times will be what we never saw before, what we never thought was real. But when these things are exposed, God says that he will be remembered, that he spoke before the time and told mankind that these things would come to pass. So this is Celestial with the Master's Voice. Thanks for being with me. Please like these videos. Please share with other people. Please post them on your other platforms if you are so led. Many people still keep asking me concerning the re recent things that I shared. Yes, the integrity of the blog is still being compromised. People are still taking the information and pretending that it is theirs. They're still posting it without giving credit to where they saw it, but I said that I will no longer be pursuing these things. These matters must fall into the hands of the great and eternal judge. I have a purpose. I have a work that I'm called to do, and I plan to do it with integrity but also with focus. So that means being unable to investigate every rabbit trail that pops up. So share the videos. Please go to the Spanish channel. If you are a Spanish speaker, you are welcome here. Go to the Spanish channel, which is called Canal Profetico La Voz del Señor here on YouTube. You can also visit the Master's Voice on Rumble, BitChute, Brighteon. There is also a Spanish blog by the name La Voz del Señor. You can find that on WordPress. And what else? Stay safe and under the covering wings of the Lord, as is our promise in Psalm 91. Until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.